Hello everyone and welcome once again to The Phantom Zone, your one-stop shop for all things nerdy. If you like what you hear today, you can listen to our other episodes on a whole range of nerdy topics now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and SoundCloud. My name is Chris Buick and after a nice long break, I am happy to say that I am once again joined by all my fellow nerds, Toby, Simone and Ian. Happy New Year guys, how are you? Hello! Happy New Year! We all good? Yeah! Looking forward to 2024? No. No. <laughs> more doom. Yes. <laughs> more, more doom. 2024, the year that ended everything. Yeah. I've seen a great um, meme coming, going around of, from The Shining, where it's like 2024 coming up the stairs going like, it's going to be fine. <laughs> it's like, no, stay away from me. <laughs> and all those people who are like, it's my year. I'm like going for it. I've got all that energy. Just remember. Everybody who went out m- up Mount Everest had that energy, and a lot of them died. <laughs> so just, just keep that in mind. Oh my God! So great positive vibes, guys. Yeah, this is the way we want to go. Welcome back to all our our listeners. Um, sorry about that, but twenty twenty four is going to be going to be good. Yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, be good. This week we are back as part of our ongoing partnership with UK Film Review, and as much as we're excited about twenty twenty four, clearly. We're actually going to take a look back at 2023, the films of 2023, which was a big year. A lot happened. We had three MCU movies. We had four DCEU movies. We had some amazing animation. We had an epic clash between a toy doll and the father of the atomic bomb, the latter of which led into our very own epic clash between Ian and Simone in our great Christopher Nolan debate. There were One of us definitely won. One of us definitely won that. Yeah, but I won everything else, so... Just well, you know, get up. You conceded defeat. Uh, Debatable. There were also sequels to films about serial killers, fast cars, ruthless assassins, old archaeologists, evil spirits, and many, many more. What I'm basically trying to say is, 2023 had a lot of films. The problem is, I didn't watch a lot of them. (laughs) (laughs) I watched, I watched, I, I watched quite a few, but nowhere near as many as I should have done. I was basically trying to get through a 2022 backlog. Pretty much what I do with most media is I'm always tend to be a year behind but there were some great films we got to watch so the four of us today will be listing our top three films of 2023 and really getting into why those films landed with us the most we'll also be talking about some of the films that didn't uh i don't want to make any assumptions but there might be a dc or a marvel or a film about a world full of water that might feature there um but we'll also be looking ahead to 2024 and all the excitement that that promises which it does um, <laughs> no it does it, it does it does but but enough enough of me rambling on let's get started we're going to each name our third best our our third best and worst films and discuss those then move on to our second and then on to our top choices with some questions on at the end so with that in mind ian would you like to tell us what your third worst and best films of 2023 were oh it i'm gonna i'm gonna mention my worst first worst first yeah, um, so that we have a bit of positivity rather than you know starting on good and ending bad and also it's easier because i actually think there's a lot of films i've watched recently that i really enjoyed so it's it's that third position is quite contentious but for my third worst film of the year um there's a lot of bad films this year i'm just gonna put that <laughs> out there i do, i'm gonna make i'm gonna make an argument it's not been a good year for films like i just nothing really 
I'm not saying it's been terrible, but Simone and I have been discussing that, like, due to COVID, there's been a bit of a backlog of films. A lot of films mm-hmm. that have come out have been delayed, etc. And I, th- I just, I feel like it's been not great. And in my third position, I'm actually going to go for one that I watched recently, which is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, as one of my worst films of the year. It's really bad it's there's, really there's, bad there's nothing there's nothing going around <laughs> it's just like i feel like everybody who made this film gave up at some point in their life <laughs> and then have chosen to do this like it's just the point that pushed me over the edge spoilers by the way like it's quite early on where indy it jumps back in time and indiana jones is like fighting nazis again because you know that they they realized from Kingdom of the Cross Skull, uh, Cross Skull, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It's like, oh, we Soviets didn't work, so let's get the Nazis back. Everybody loves them in an Indiana Jones film. And the bad guy in the film gets hit in the face, full on, square in the face, by a pole on a train. And I was like, well, that guy's dead. And then he just turns up later on, <laughs> looks perfectly fine, and it's never addressed. And I'm just like, I know people are like. No, you're being pernickety, but I'm sorry. The man like went flying off a train. We don't mention the brain damage. We don't yeah. mention the brain. <laughs> Just don't talk, talk about. And it, yeah, that would have been funny if they had. By the end of the film, <laughs> Just the brain damaged villain throughout the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> if by the end of the film, this guy thinks this stupid thing is a time travel device. Again, spoilers, and it turns out. It isn't because he's had severe brain damage. I would have been. I would, is that okay? I don't know. Maybe we should cut. Yeah, that in, in, Indiana Jones is doing, doing a make a wish. <laughs> God, we're off to spot. This is already a great start. I'm sorry. The, 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 the guy, the guy wants to restore fascism, obviously, because you know. I guess that's what the story needs to be, and then because the... it's kind because of, it's kind of vogue at the minute. <laughs> yeah, yes, vogue at the moment, <laughs> especially in the US. Woo. Um, come back. <laughs> so they get by the end. The bit where I was just like, "This is terrible. This is actual trash." Is when they're meeting Archimedes in the future, in the past, and him and Indiana Jones have this moment of like, "Oh, you know." You're a great guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I was just Should like, just become best friends. Yeah, oh, I was just like, it's dreadful. It's so bad. And and the the actress that her name forgets Phoebe like, Waller Bridges. Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yeah, I haven't watched Fleabag, but Simone, you have. You really enjoyed that. She's great good. show. Very great show. Terrible in this. Like her character is just so unlikable. Like somebody who's just so obnoxious. I hated it. That's enough of that. I hated it. <laughs> Um, Simone, you haven't watched it yet. Save yourself the trouble. Did you guys watch it? I did. And I, I'm just going to jump in here and say, and I will find the episode where I said it, that this was going to happen when <laughs> it was announced. I believe it might have been our 2023. Yeah, cut it in here. Ahead. <laughs> I'm going to cut it in here and say, and I'm not naming names, but it was you and, you and Simone, Ian, that said, this is, this has promised. This has promised. No, I did I? And, uh, yeah, well, Ooh, I, think I, think, you, I think you were more optimistic than I was. I think I, Simone I, was, but I don't know. Was I? Oh, God. Who am I? <laughs> maybe not. But I apologize. Nonetheless, it's still upset. it was still upsetting. It, just it felt, was. And... It just felt like people making the movie were 
begrudging of the fact they had to make an Indiana Jones movie. They were just well, like, I, was say, yeah. I never really watched the original three, therefore I don't really want to make this, but Disney are making us do it. Here, here you go. Here's Indiana <laughs> Jones and the Temple of Crap. <laughs> how how much do you guys just out of interest i wonder if there ever is like a cinema at this time sort of documentary how much do you think we'll find out that this film was made by like an ai because like if you told it make an indiana I mean, jones it wouldn't film surprise me there are a number of films on the list that i've written down that i could put into that category yeah, yeah. Um, like it just ticked the boxes of right gotta have nazis tick that off we've got to have some weird thing tick that off he's I just yeah, we gotta have a kid tick that off. Like yeah, it yeah, awful. Yeah. Let's let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Before we say I, something else offensive. I, I I feel like it was an excuse to give Harrison Ford one last outing as Indy, but yeah, yeah, but he didn't look like he wanted to be there either. No, he looked it's... so done. So done. Uh, yeah, it was a it, it was a it was it was well, it's actually officially a flop it cost it, they needed Good. 600 million to break even they lost 100 million on it it didn't make back its money oh, so God. it is a definitely a box office bomb somebody so, got fired for that that's for sure Which yeah is sad because they probably had to feed their kids and stuff so. and arguably not a lot of films made like big money this year because only like two films hit a billion which sounds a lot but compared to 2019 when nine films hit a billion you know yes. It's hard. It's hard to make the money, but obviously we're still in the post-COVID phase. There's been because he lives, because he lives. All kinds of stuff that's happening. Um. So yeah, it was always it's it's hard anyway. But if you make a film that's not great, then it's even harder. So there you go. Anyway, what was your <laughs> best film? What was your third best film? Third best film. Um. So there's a lot of films that could have reached that, and so there's going to be a lot of films in my honorable mentions. But a film that. I genuinely really just had a great time with and really enjoyed it. And when we finished watching it, I turned to Simone and was like, I would watch a sequel to that. This is really fun and enjoyable. Is Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Amongst Thieves. Ooh, yeah. good choice. Solid yeah. choice. <clears throat> I, we just had a great time. And like, the especially best time. when it was so good. And especially when you think like, there was a lot of films that I have watched, which will be in my honorable mentions, which I'm sure you know, the more snooty film watchers will be like, well, you haven't put this film in your top one. Because sometimes I just want a good, fun time with those films. People are gonna hate, those people are going to hate my top three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a good time with my films. And Dungeons and Dragons Honor Amongst Thieves was exactly that. It was really funny. It was refreshing because I'm not saying we, we've talked about it before. I don't believe in superhero fatigue either. We've discussed it. But the fact that this was a fantasy universe, I really enjoyed. Yeah. I think yeah. it just hit it out of the park. I had a great time and it was hilarious. And also, Hugh Grant, renaissance in his career. He is, he, he, I loved him in this film. It's so funny. Yeah, I think, Toby, you and I did the episode for the D&D movie when it came out. And we said about Hugh Grant and like, he's, he's loving life playing that villain. He really is. Um and we were looking at it from the perspective because Toby has yet to play D&D. We will remedy that this oh, year. I really oh, hope so. Yeah. But as obviously you and Simone are players and have played, how did mm -hmm. you feel it kind of did from a, we, at the actual D&D &D perspective? 
we were multiple times especially when you compare it to that crappy one that came in the 90s like oh, yeah. yeah there were multiple times where me and Simone were like we fought one of these we yeah. fought yeah. Uh, we've uh, done this we did that like when they reanimate the corpses that was what that, uh, yeah we, every every party's done that at some point every Just party messed up that, that spell and it was so funny because that happened to us we ended up asking a question that we shouldn't have asked <laughs> and we were like oh but, do, do we still have questions? And then he answered, and we were like, "Oh no!" <laughs> well, I, I said this to Toby on the episode, but when we went, so I went with my D and D group that I play with. We all went to see it together, and my character in our D and D group that we've been playing for four years is a bard who's a member of the Harpers who lost his wife to an evil wizard, and has spent his life trying to smuggle. And they all they all just turned and looked to me, and I was like, "This is as close as I get to a biopic." <laughs> Yeah. For me. So I was just I I felt so seen. Um but um, but I loved fun, it. I, yeah. Really good, really enjoyable. One of my favorite lines is just a throwaway is Hugh Grant with the tea. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, it's very hot. Do you mind it's it's hot. Hot. Yeah. Yeah. Finger in. It's like, oh I didn't didn't think you were gonna do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, could have saved that for later. Yeah. <laughs> even the other, even the other bit where he goes up in the platform, yeah. like, this, is, this is very high. <laughs> <laughs> it's very high. He's one of the best parts, but I actually yeah. think everybody's really good in it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the thing Simone really enjoyed in it, which I, I'll take from you, Simone, but was that the action was not shaky cam cutting. It just really thought like you were just there watching the action, no cuts. And it was great. Really good action. You could see it. You could see what was happening. You could see the punches. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. oh, so good. Like, just no really nausea. Well no nausea. It, like, just really well directed. Like, it was just so much fun to watch. Why am I talking like this is my favorite film? Continue. Yeah. No, <laughs> you're absolutely right. I think I had, I think actually we discussed it when the trailer came out on an episode where we mm. said that is this one of those things where the trailer looked promising, but it's a D and D movie, and like, is it just gonna be like, here's a reference, reference, but it's not gonna tie together? But I think it actually really did, yeah. and they put the jokes in for the people who don't play D and D. They put jokes for the people who do, and then there's there's it's, it it just was really well done, and it's it's from people, it's made from people who understand D and D as well. Yeah, I was about to say that as well. Story. So it didn't make for- it like silly, like just focusing on because. I- it is a weird world, and inherently D and D is like you are playing the character. But I think they captured that you can't translate that well. So let's make a good film first and foremost, and then let's build around that in the world that we're in. And that's why it worked. It was a good film first, and then a D and D film, I think, second. Yeah. Agreed. Great, great choice. Um, thanks for number three so i'm gonna go next because i'm just i'm next on the screen your so, most important <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> this isn't a democracy not, not yeah, yeah 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 we're not gonna complain you're the, so, the almighty chris <laughs> I, I have the power to record and not record um <laughs> so as a just as a pre-warning like i said i didn't watch as many films as well, i did but not the not the ones from this year unfortunately so i've got <laughs> I, but I've seen a lot of the big hitters, a lot of the, you know, the box office ones, which apologies to those if you're looking for, you know, your lesser seen indie cinemas from me. Oh. You, ain't getting, you ain't getting it. So um my third worst film, and on the on the in the vein of films that probably could have been probably were written by AI, uh, if Zack Snyder hadn't really banged on about it, is Rebel Moon. 
Yeah, it's really bad. Oh, to the point where I haven't it. finished. I haven't finished it because yeah, I can't deny. I deny. It's so dull. I'm not investing that much time in a film like that. Oh, never did I. That's so funny. Oh, did no one finish it? Did it, did we all not finish it? Maybe the ending really carries it back. Maybe people are going to people are going to message in and be like, "You losers! You missed the best." Wait, he's got I, two I, more tries. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Oh, it was and, awful. And, a, and a director's a director's cut coming yeah. in January. What? It's already so long. He's milking that Snyder cut for everything. Yeah, he's oh. like, but I, but I was going to write the second time around. Like, do you know? Mm-hmm. Um, did, did you? <laughs> but but yeah, yeah. I mean. Talk about just such a disjointed. Like here's it's like they threw all the ideas at board and then it just landed and they went yeah there you go that's the script and then <laughs> they've basically gone what have Star Wars not done or what have they done that we can do the same but just call it different things as well it well, was basically there's a lot of mm, ripping off there's well, a lot of space opera and stuff that we've seen before and then everything that we haven't seen before is kind of just well i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to butt in for there chris but i'm sure toby has some thoughts on this as well i Mm. feel games workshop should sue him because like that really it is basically just plagiarism the movie yeah it's just a lot of stuff in there i was like this is just warhammer 40k but bad but really bad so a lot of the stuff people are going like oh i haven't seen that before that's rubbish i was like that's from warhammer but he's done it really bad like really bad yeah 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 Yeah. it's it's just ah i mean how many (laughs) it's one it's one for the snyder fans because they are ever never wavering in their support for their supreme leader um but um yeah i just i just don't understand how it's going to how how a second film is going to rescue it or if why you should even bother really it just i don't know anyway (laughs) that's that's my thoughts on rebel men um i will finish it one day um when i've got time this this year sometime Um, this year at some point yeah for our 2024 (laughs) um you could summarize your thoughts on the next one my third best choice we were just discussing um is john wick chapter four which uh ian i know you're a recent convert to the john wick i am indeed we unfortunately have only watched uh, one of them so (laughs) he'll catch up soon he'll catch up soon absolutely uh well Sorry, uh, sorry sorry well what what i was saying about it was that actually i think john wick 4 is the best john wick and um i say that with no um i don't say that lately Mm -hmm. i've loved john wick for a long time since it came out which is action films aren't really my thing like Mm -hmm. ones like the raid things like that that are epics obviously they're classics um but john wick was one of those that on paper didn't really look like you know as much as i love keanu reeves at the time i was a bit skeptical but remember and obviously as soon as they killed the dog spoilers for the first one um i was like wow this 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 man this man has every right to do what he's doing so you know (laughs) never a better motivation for a movie and who'd have known that four films later that would have culminated in where it is obviously i won't go into spoilers because john wick four uh has so much in it that 
even if I wanted to go into spoilers, I wouldn't know where to start. But needless to say, like I was saying, while Keanu doesn't have a lot of lines, he has maybe, I think, is it? I think the longest line he has is 13 words long, and he has maybe 20 lines or something in the whole yeah. film. Yeah. A lot of them, a lot of them are, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, but what the action's great. The supporting cast is great, especially Donnie Cheng, who is in yeah, it. Um, he is probably the standout, absolutely. The, there's action. It goes to Japan. It goes to France. It goes to all these places. It builds on all the lore and the legacy, which does in two and three, and it becomes this massive John Wick world. Which on it sounds paper, like a theme park. Yeah, John Wick world. <laughs> John Wick world. <laughs> I would Come. go there. Come watch your dog get killed, and then you can kill other people. <laughs> I, I don't want to go there anymore. It's like, as you're saying, it's, it's like Hunger Games, but everyone's John Wick. Um, but yeah, I think, because um, like I say, the two and three really build on the lore of what the hotel is and what the world of assassins and four really brings a lot of that together. And a lot of it is utterly ridiculous stuff that is just keeps escalating into all these other entities and people, but it's just so well done and so much fun that watching it is just like, yeah, it's three hours long. And even then I was like, I, I could easily go another hour of this. It's so much fun. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my best pick, uh, third best pick for 2023. Toby, your number threes. So, 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 my worst number three, I'd say is the creator. I don't know oh, if any of you have seen this. I have. I, <laughs> right. I watched it over the Christmas break, right? After me and you had a conversation. So after we went I to had my rant together, yeah, we went to a pub and Toby went, I've watched this terrible sci-fi and I'm going <laughs> to tell you how bad it is. And he gave me the whole plot. And I was like, God, that sounds terrible. I mean, it was on my list. I have to watch one. it. And I, I was like, oh, should I watch it? Oh, man. Yeah. God. Yeah. What? Talk about wasted potential. I mean, it's... Uh, kind of akin to Rebel Moon. Like, I mean, what, the one saving grace to it is that it was cheap. It was made on the cheap. And it goes to show that you can still make something that looks visually good for cheap. It, you don't have to go 200 million to make a, a good movie in terms of a visual aesthetic. In terms of a plot, however, <laughs> if there was ever a movie that was written by AI, it's this flipping movie. <laughs> Nice safe, nice safe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice it's this fudging movie. <laughs> I'm very passionate, but uh, oh yeah, it was so awful. Now, most of the films that I I didn't like this year, I'm kind of being more biased towards how much more disappointed I am in them, mm. opposed to how objectively bad they are. And this was one that I was actually looking forward to. So like Gareth Evans, like he's made some good movies, but. Ah, no, the, the, the plot is derivative. Yeah. I felt none of the character momentum or motivations felt earned or honest to the movie. Uh, I mean, the, 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 the core mechanic of the movie is that you've got, um, I can't even remember the lead protagonist's name. At this it's point. just it the protagonist. Dull. He's the, the protagonist in every film. Now. <laughs> oh, again, in, in Tenet. <laughs> Him and protagonist child, are, who's actually a robot, She's a secret weapon for the AI, and it's a it's another human AI conflict, artificial intelligence, 
and there were some good ideas there were some good concepts it was just really poorly executed yeah. and i just felt none of the lead motivation throughout the whole film was ever really earned or rewarding anyway and any of the twists were so telegraphed from the very get-go it was very it was a very hard watch and i i kept trying to convince myself oh no it's it's got promise see how it goes and then the next reveal was something equally more frustrating and trite and derivative so yeah for number three for the worst film i would definitely say completely agree with Uh, you like i was so disappointing totally agree i thought it was and I don't understand why people have been. Crazy. I don't get it either. I, I don't really get it. Don't I, I thought it was like watch Elysium or watch Blade Runner or Read I Robot. Yeah, and these are all yeah. better. Or watch Worst, Terminator. Yeah. Oh, the 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 military group at the beginning. I was like, it was aliens. all Terminator. There's aliens what? there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it just felt like a marriage visually of all the best sci-fi components. So you had everything had a very Neil Blomkamp yeah, yeah, um, yeah visual style. What, so like um, visually. History- it kept reminding me of District yeah. 9 and Elysium. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Both yeah. of those. I, I like how Ian went, watch Elysium, watch Blade Runner, read iRobot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't watch that film. Don't watch that film. I mean, I mean you're, not, like you're, you're, absolutely, you're not wrong, but yeah. <laughs> just stick with me. Um, I purposely haven't got around to watching this film based on Toby's Oh, I should have listened to you, Toby. I should have listened to you, especially the end. I, weirdly, it's so funny how you describe that. I was the exact same. I was like, oh, the next thing might be okay. No, the next thing might be okay. And then the end, yeah. the end is the most yeah. contrived crap that I ever, like, the, yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'll try not to spoil it, but how and why did the humans have a robot version of that person in the space station it didn't yeah look, just there just, just lying spare. around just lying around and i was just like what yeah. is going on it was so bad i ah uh, and also yeah. all the i love that it takes place in new asia for the majority of the film uh, new asia is either vietnam tokyo or uh, Tibet. That's Asia now. Those are the three yeah, locations. Generic, 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 just generic Asia. Just someone who hasn't read a globe or seen a globe or knows really like the topography of the world yeah, or anything like that's that. That's Asia. It's like it's Asia. Yeah, yeah. flat Asia. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all yeah. the same. It's all it all it all. It's a hodgepodge together. And it 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 yeah Awful. yeah. It, I, I I like the the filming style. Like it was very guerrilla. You know, get into sort of the actual locations themselves and sort of film the scene and then you know more sort of the, the old school ways of filming you get your set you film your set you get the bits and pieces together and then the sort of the ai comes together and uh, puts all the cgi together and or the, the cgi puts the ai in place but what one thing i thought was unique was and it could also be a weakness in the script writing was that apparently none of the cast knew whether or not they were a robot or not oh, a God. robot so so it's like not even the cast really knew what the hell was oh, going God. on so it it is like that's a recipe for some some for some solid plot work you know? what's my motivation i don't know what's your motivation i don't know am i, am I ai are you ai i don't know yeah it that's was mental yeah it 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 was a it was a poor poor movie so i talk about yeah. my best <laughs> yeah <laughs> So number three for the best is, uh, well, spoilers, it's John Wick 4. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, I can't really say anything more than just echo what Chris said. It was a fantastic movie. It it really kept your attention throughout the whole 
runtime, despite the fact it was a long one. And I know we've all had our piece about how long runtime does not denote a good movie, but this one kept me wanting more. And all I'm just going to say is dragon fire rounds and top down. Oh, how to forget that scene. Oh it's, my God. Yeah. I, I'll not say more because these two obviously haven't watched it. So I, just, I, just wait. It's actually, so good. I, I retract everyone and say, Toby's right. That's the best part of the whole film. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Nice. Yeah. Um, that's all I'll say. But yeah. Yeah. John Wick 4. As soon as you guys get onto it, then let us know. <laughs> yeah. We'll your thoughts Great time. That. Awesome. Thanks, Toby. Simone. So. I also have not watched many films this year. It's cost Sorry. of living. Cost of living. Um, it's expensive. Just, 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 well, I mean, like I spent, okay. I spent like six months sitting on the sofa unemployed, so I don't really have an excuse. <laughs> well, that, well um, no, that is your excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I had no money. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my uh, number three on my worst list is sixty-five. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the yeah. sneaky dinosaur. <laughs> sneaky. <laughs> So sneaky. Um, yeah, Wasn't I mean, what can I say? Enough, the film, that's for sure. the, film the, the plot line was stupid. The film was stupid. Everything was stupid. The, everything was stupid. CI, CGI was stupid. Everything. Adam Driver, like stupid. Adam Driver, stupid. No, yeah, we like it. He was, he was, he was fine. He was fine in this film. Um, yeah, I was just. I don't think I've ever been so underwhelmed by a film. Yeah, um, I, I I was the same. I got around to watching it just I think before December, and I was just like, it, I watched it in phases. I was like, I'm not bothered about watching this in one go. I, <laughs> I just came back and resumed, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just so like there's just so much about that film. It's just I don't know. I'm just like so it's in the future, but like past. why is she speaking in oh yeah sorry past and why is she speaking this alien language but and why don't they have english. translators that's the other thing as well and why is he speaking english yeah. and why are things miles and oh just don't even get me started don't we do i started. feel like we did um, talk about this on a podcast at some point i feel like i feel like we, we talked did, yeah. about it just in passing how much at great length. we hated it like so much i can't remember when but we were just like it was a passing like oh what have you guys done and it turned into simone just going it was dreadful i hated it <laughs> if i could give a film a zero i would give it as i would give i mean you you can you have that right here you, you can give a film a it zero. was just terrible it doesn't even get a broadly yeah fair enough, fair enough. um and Your on my film. my third best film is cocaine bear Woo! good choice sell a choice <laughs> i mean like it was just it was all round fun like it yeah. was just genuinely a pleasure to sit and watch this bear on cocaine <laughs> it, was, it, it does it, what it says on the tin absolutely yeah, it does exactly, it like literally does. Steel. it does exactly what it says on the tin um yeah i really really enjoyed cocaine bear um the acting was great it was funny um Watching the little bears <laughs> yeah. on cocaine at the end. <laughs> I forgot about like, that. that good. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it, it shocked and surprised me. And yeah, I, I really in, enjoyed it. In many it. ways, sure. it's, a, it's an emotional story as well. You know, you're on a journey it with is. this bear and it's with survival. You know, it's, a, it's, <laughs> it's like Free Willy, but it's, with a bear. Uh... <laughs> yeah. And it's hopeful re- rehabilitation <laughs> stories. <laughs> 
the kids the, 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 kids, the kids are great <laughs> the kids are great in that film as well which is yeah they are it's always true, yeah, kids, true. two kid actors are really good in that and I, I i've like i said before i haven't watched a lot of films this year but i have seen cooking cocaine bear three times so. <laughs> <laughs> um, an addiction in its own life, you know? that's yeah <laughs> that's where my priorities clearly are um great choice yeah that's a solid choice for number three yeah absolutely right so round one done our third best we're on to our second best ian your second worst and second best yeah worst i I know simone's gonna cover some now that she's mentioned 65 so i might have to change some of my just because i'm like (laughs) 65 may have been my worst film so i might have to reconsider that but i i'm gonna go with because I've got like a on my letterbox here. I have like all the films and how they're rated. I'm gonna probably go with like maybe what Toby was talking about in terms of disappointing and how I was looking forward to it and thus disappointed. I'm gonna go with oh oh it's difficult. I think I know, I think I know what he's gonna say. What do, you, what do you think I'm gonna say? I don't want to say. It. Is it something about what you messaged us about? The other no, day? no, actually, no. That's in my. I, I'm just hoping it's not my one. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's kind of just sitting in the middle. That one. Do you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go atomic here, and I'm gonna go for Oppenheimer as my second worst film. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna Ooh. do it. I was gonna say Blue Beetle. I was gonna say Blue Beetle, right? Because I was actually really disappointed by Blue Beetle, but. I gave Oppenheimer on my letterbox a two out of five, which means it was broadly bad in our sort of rating. Um, the reason I'm going to go for it is one for the controversy because we love listeners. This one's going on the UK film, so they're going to be like, "You pizza," and I'm like, "I'm there for that. I'm here for the hate. Bring it on. Bring me the hate. I'm on Instagram. Come find me." But <laughs> at Ian Lenny for those who don't know. <laughs> bring the heat i'm ready for it i'll put i'll put it in the bio for us (laughs) but i think the reason and you can also find us at the phantom zone as well on instagram you can do that yeah yeah. (laughs) but the reason i'm going to pick it and there are films i think that are objectively worse than oppenheimer but the reason i am going to pick it is because i think it insists on itself it's a film that's that's so long and it's so obnoxious and like it's i've had people be like oh it's an anti-war film what bit what bit's an anti-imperial film it's just about one guy building this bloody bomb and apparently women don't matter anyway in his life he just hates women it's a film that at least on my other list super mario bros is like is way worse but at least a female character in it's got more to say than in this like jesus talk about not caring about women just ah she's a drunk who cares get rid of her build your bomb like it was i just found it obnoxious (laughs) and like it's everything bad about christopher nolan's films which you can go listen to our other episode where we debate it it's just everything that's bad about his films in cinema so like too many cuts no no real story not well written terrible dialogue nobody's got any depth character terrible female characters yeah just there you go there you go and it wasn't even a one star i gave it it wasn't even a one star <laughs> what did you give it i gave it two but now i might reconsider it <laughs> on that run <laughs> 
Simone, that's the other side of our ongoing Nolan debate. How do you feel about that? Is I mean, is Oppenheimer, I guess, in your top films of the year, or in, or does what Ian says have some merit? I know we've obviously gone over this a bunch, but two stars. I think you and I were a bit more sympathetic towards Oppenheimer at the time. Yeah, I do think it has. It does have merit. Um, I I thought we had to do five films and my fifth worst film was hey, okay so. all right okay <laughs> um all not right, because right. as not because it's in itself i think it's a badly made film i actually think it's it it does I have high that. points um especially the stuff that oh god i've forgotten what it's called los alamos los alamos that i think that is just approaching perfection like i think that was so well made um and that shows what nolan is capable of and can do the rest of the film, what the fudge? <laughs> um, yeah, really, really struggled with it. But I wouldn't say that it's it's the worst film. I think it was more the disappointment that... because I had such it had such promise, and I, I thought that Nolan, this was going to be the one. This was going to be his magnum, magnum opus, and it, it just wasn't. Mm. It's still Inception. I yeah. will say that. You know, there are films that are objectively worse on my list, which we will talk about than Oppenheimer. But I think the reason why I have such a visceral reaction with Nolan anyway, and this is a problem with him broadly, is that he's so hyped that it makes me dislike those films more. Like if people just liked yeah. them to the level they should be liked, I'd probably be like, oh yeah, this is was fine. But the fact that people are saying to me, this deserves to win the Oscar. This is the, and before it was even released, people were like, give him it now, give him it now. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Just can't bring it down. Bring, I, there is nothing in my life. The contrarian in me is, is agreeing with it. I disagree with it. <laughs> there is no film in my, my life that I'm going to like get that viscerally. Like, even Blade Runner, which I think is like a piece of art, I'm not going to be like, just give it the Oscar. Just do it now. Just do it now. I'm like, oh God, Jesus, like calm it down. So that's, I will say to agree with Simone, it is not objectively a badly made film. It is just too overhyped. Because of that, it's in my list. Thing is, though, a, lo- yeah. a lot of Nolan's films, uh, in t- particularly in terms of the visuals, a lot of that's the cinematographer yeah. opposed to actually yeah, him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's let's give people the light of day. Yeah, you know, he, he knows how to hire well like good people, <laughs> but the cinematographer did the most of that work. It'd be great in recruitment. He's just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is PK. The fans are coming for all of us now, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Now. <laughs> like he i mean he can surround himself with very yeah, true. very talented very people. true and he does bring like out um what's his face it's just who's it's the true. composer Hansen. yeah amazing amazing i mean Hansen, um, pretty much oh no actually no this one was not no it wasn't it was a yeah. ludwig lud the guy who does childish gambino stuff his name i can't Lugan remember yeah. which was That's again one. very talented guy that he's the mandalorian theme tune you had to get star wars in there somehow you bitch just your ass and black panther yeah i think again talented people he surrounds himself by but let us not yeah. get too onto Nolan because you will be here forever. <laughs> Pandora's. Yeah, so the mean, fans are coming I mean, for us. I mean, 
I mean, yes, he's good at hiring people, but it's also like buying a really good footballer. It's like, you know, he's good. So it's just like, I'm having him on my team. You know, it's yeah, it's yeah. not like these people weren't good before he came along. It's true. So, true. Um, but they, they do add a lot of quality to mm-hmm. his films that I think was unrecognized because of, as you said, Ian, the hype that surrounds Nolan, which is too high. It's, it's too damn high. My face um, at the moment is, did I lie? Did I lie? <laughs> <laughs> and no, and a lot of what you, the criticisms that we've all said about Oppenheimer and our common themes in Nolan's films, the, the portrayal of women generally is a mm. massive one, especially when you put it next to Barbie on yeah, the same day. Yeah. Um, I think the middle hour of Oppenheimer is is really good. The bomb sequence is one of the best things I've seen in a film for a long time. I think it's so well done. But Amazing the, dialogue the, in that bit, yeah. Yeah, the, well, <laughs> that's why it's so good. And the the, 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 the bookends of that film really fall apart. Um, and that's where the problem is. So yeah, I, yeah, it's not, it wasn't, for, it definitely wasn't for me one of the best films of the year. Um, I, I think I got a bit more of it than you, like we said, but yeah. So Oppenheimer, number two, what's your best? Second um, best? So this one kind of cool. I enjoyed this one. It's There's so many films that are on the same level. And it, well, I say so many films. There's actually uh, one, two, three films that I gave all four stars to. So it was really tough to pick between these three. So one will go into my honorable mentions, but I'm going to go with They Clone Tyrone on Netflix. Yeah. I really, really liked this film. I really enjoyed its sci-fi sort of setting within the context of um, African-American society in America and the black experience, but also the fact that it kind of puts a lens on black exploitation films, which I think are great, but its three protagonists are like different aspects of those styles of films so you have like a 1970s pimp from the black exploitation you have john boyega who i didn't realize it was john boyega till like really well no until like a point not not late on it wasn't the end of the film and i was like oh my god that's john boyega but for, the, that's john boyega. <laughs> but for like a good five minutes i was like who's this young new talented actor here um, <laughs> then, that's john boyega, john boyega. <laughs> end of the film i i thought he Out- was Standing, so but him that. playing sort of like a boys in the hood style representation in this film as well i really like that they melded different styles of black cinema into one film but then also had just a really interesting plot it was really interesting yeah. and um i forget the actress's name what's her name she's in marvel what was her name Tiana there we go she's yeah. great she's like genuinely fantastic in it as well I really enjoyed it. Great time. I recommend anybody go watch it. It's on Netflix. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. I don't want to say too much because I think a part of this film is not knowing the spoilers. And I I've, I thought yeah. it was really, really good. Great uh, performances. And also, I would say if, if you know, we haven't touched upon it yet because we're going to talk about it probably on our podcast. So go, go listen to that. Go, go listen to that. Obviously, somebody's been fired from Marvel right now, and they need a good villain. What? (laughs) (laughs) They need somebody to replace them. Why not John Boyega? He's great in this. 
Like, he's really, really, really good in this. I saw somebody online saying, get Denzel Washington replace them. I was like, no, <laughs> that's a terrible idea. Get John Boyega. <laughs> let's get a 30-something-year-old, and then let's cast a 60-year-old to replace him. <laughs> I mean, if, not older. if you are going to replace them, which maybe you shouldn't anyway, let's just maybe get rid of that character. But if you are... John Boyega might be a good shout. He's very good in this. Like, very... He might be done with Disney, though. Fair play, actually, after Star Wars. Yeah, that's yeah. a very good point. But he's very sinister in this. He plays, like, a downtrodden character really well. Great performance. Yeah. He's got he, range. He's got he range. Has, yeah. boy, the guy I has like range. Nervous since Attack the Block. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 100%. so good. So good. So yeah. good. He deserves every success because he yeah. is very good at what he does. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. I think maybe Disney, the whole that whole thing is over for him now. He's yeah. he's uh, you know not to be not to be cynical. He's he's done his big films. He's and he's made his money. He can now do what he wants, which you know, it's kind of what I call Daniel Radcliffe algorithm. Yeah, you know, make yeah, your money true, early true, and true, true. do what. Do the weirdest stuff you ever want to do because that's clearly what Daniel Radcliffe Swiss Army does. man, that and was I, weird. And I, I yeah. thought Guns Akimbo, get some guns attached to your hand. If you've never seen Guns Akimbo, you really like that movie. It really like that movie. So good. Um, but John Boyega should do exactly yeah, true. And I feel like that falls into this. Yeah, I feel like that falls into it. You know, just do what you want and do something good, and that's this. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Great choice, number two. Um, so. For my, uh, I've not gone down the disappointing route. I've gone down the objective. This was a terrible, terrible (laughs) film route. And uh, it was going to feature at some point. In fact, my one and two were worse, were interchangeable. (laughs) But two, two is The Flash. Um, (laughs) Which... Toby's Toby's expression seems it should be higher or, you know, (laughs) on its own list. Um, But, I mean... We've we've talked about the Flash multiple times and continue to, and I don't want to upset Toby more than I need to. I feel like it might be coming up, up that's for sure. <laughs> oh, spoilers! But what a car crash of a film that was! Um, from everything to having Ezra Miller still in it, um, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch too much on it because I feel like there's there's more to be said from a certain individual in a minute, um, but. Yeah, we 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 kind of knew it was going to be bad, but my God, was it terrible! It was just apart from Keaton, obviously, because he's Michael Keaton. But even that was not enough to save the uh, the the car wreck that was the Flash. So uh, that's why it wins my number two spot for worst film of twenty twenty three. But on a more positive note, my second best film of the year was Barbie. Um, because I had a lot of high hopes for Barbie because A, Greta Gerwig, main reason, she's a fantastic director and writer and filmmaker and everything she's done so far before Barbie was amazing. And then you have Margot Robbie not just starring and producing from when we saw the first trailer, it looked great. And then going to see it, um, especially alongside Oppenheimer, which kind of might have skewed my views a bit as well, given, as we've spoken about, the portrayal of women. But I think it was just, um, it was joyous, which is one word for it. The the, the, um, 
the production of it, the way it looked and the way it felt in the story and everything came together, but mostly the performances, namely, well, by everyone, obviously, and but namely by Margot Robbie and, of course, Ryan Gosling is Ken, who I think... Sublime! Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love that the whole thing was really just about horses in the end, which we established. Um, But I think it really played up the whole, what it was trying to do in a really clever and funny, but poignant and serious way at the same time. And it really managed to juggle a lot. And it was only in 90 minutes, which shows that you can do a lot of good stuff in 90 minutes. Um, And you don't need three hours, although some films like... Some films do manage that, but 90 minutes to do what they did. And for Greta Gerwig, I'm so happy for her, most of all, that she, it was a smash because she absolutely deserves it. So that is why Barbie was my number two. We all loved Barbie. I really enjoyed it as well. It's a good time. It's a good time. So, Toby, your second worst film. Not the one we think. <laughs> might come later. <laughs> Spoilers. No, my worst, again, it's all disappointment. Roads to disappointment God. for me. It's Asteroid City. Oh, man. Oh. Interesting. That is an interesting Asteroid choice. People are going to hate I... us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. I... Yeah, they're going to hate us. interesting but not uncommon (laughs) i uh yeah i was so disappointed in this movie um it was something i was really looking forward to it was one of the top films i was looking forward to not off the sort of like blockbuster superhero mill sort of films um i love wes anderson movies i've Mm -hmm. i've enjoyed all of them um life aquatic by steve sizu is up there with my top um, I always love Mr. Fantastic's Fox as well. But uh, this was one that, again, had all the recipe for something phenomenal. Had such a good cast. And all the trailers made it look like a classic waiting to happen with Wes Anderson. And just watching it, I just felt so lost throughout it. Like I just felt that there was nothing. It couldn't. I, I, maybe TikTok has destroyed Wes Anderson because he's become such a trend on on TikTok and all these yeah. Wes Anderson-esque like TikToks and things that I felt like he kind of just got typecast in his own movies. Like, well, that is what I am. So that's what I'm going to make. Mm. Very like, pastel-esque, great scenes. Like the set pieces mm. look great. Just nothing really coalesced though. Yeah. It had a great cast, had great set, great set pieces. The film filmography was great but it just felt very much paint by numbers mm-hmm. and it, it felt like he'd got lost in the message of the movie if there was one and the plot just kind of meandered and it took a real i don't like i mean have you we all seen it i've not seen it i felt i felt like spoilers when you see the alien hmm. per se that's where everything sort of takes a huge left field <laughs> and then it, it tries to become really art house and the theater scene i just, why I'm, i just felt like where is he going why i'm this? laughing is i messaged our friend who uh, rory and said the second that alien bit happened i was like he's jumped the shark he's jumped, <laughs> he's jumped the shark because i it, it was Good. I with you, Toby, <laughs> did not like this film really. 
Like it's not in my worst. It, it was going to be in my dishonorable mentions, but I just was like, yeah. what? I knew what I kind of got vaguely. Like I watched a video afterwards to be like, did I get the idea of this? And it's like, it's meant to be like loss and losing somebody and like accepting that. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 But I just felt like if they had just stuck to the desert, they just stuck yeah. to the desert, that would have all worked. But the second it started doing very typical, as you said, Wes Anderson-y sort of like, well, I've got to tell a story within a story because people love Grand Budapest Hotel. So now I need to tell a story within a story within a story. And it's going to fluctuate yeah. between them. I just found it a mess. I found it a mess. But the thing is, he's he's executed the, the, the plot of loss so much better. Yes. Yeah. In far, like Darjeeling Limited. Yeah. 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 Is yeah. almost the entirety of that film is about them dealing with the loss of their mm-hmm. father. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so better executed. Agreed. And it just it just felt really tight and contrived in this. And I yeah, I, I was just so disappointed, and I was so excited to watch yeah. it. Yeah, there's that's kind of my feeling. I wasn't, I didn't really dislike it, but I kind of, I kind of ended up just kind of apathetic towards it in the end, where I was just a bit like, mm-hmm. "You've done much better than this, Wes. What's going on?" I, you know, I've. Well, it irritated me. <laughs> yeah, I've, 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 I've loved Wes Anderson for years and yeah. the films he's made, but this was kind of, it was just like, okay. I gave it one yeah. and a half, which is actually worse than Oppenheimer, technically. But I just, I just was like this, yeah. I just found it very obnoxious with his own, like, style, which I get directors have their own style, but I think, like you, Toby, he got lost in the source. Got away lost in the source. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's jumped the shark. He's lost in the source. Every other thing you can. <laughs> he he became the TikTok he was being memed yeah. about. Like he really did. Yeah. He really did. It was yeah, so disappointing. Yeah. But yeah, so that was my worst. Uh in terms of my best, I don't know if anyone else has got to seen it yet, but Godzilla minus one. Interesting. I have seen it. Is my number two best. I have seen it. I, I managed to get to see it and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um I feel heard like really good things about it. It it is very good for me. I I thought it. I, I'm a big kaiju monster movie man. Mm. I thought I, you were saying I'm a big kaiju. <laughs> I am a big kaiju. I am a big monster man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Hear me roar. I'd watch that Godzilla. Toby. <laughs> it's a landslide win <laughs> for you. I you me. <laughs> But I, I take all the legendary um, MonsterVerse movies with a grain of salt, and I really enjoy them for what they are. Mm-hmm. They may yeah. not be great films, but they're very much like the the, the popcorn smash films, which I really enjoy. And But this one felt more akin to the classic Godzilla, very much the 1954. Um, you don't mean the 1997 version? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going deeper and <laughs> Um, that that's, great song aside, as a banging tune, yeah, <laughs> But uh, no, I felt this was a, a classic homage to the the original Toho movie, and I felt one of the biggest complaints of monster movies or any sort of, you know, be it Transformers or what have you, is the human element is always the weaker side. And in this one, I didn't think that was the case. You know, I was invested in the character development. I felt that the characters. Whilst sometimes I understand there was a little bit of um, maybe difficulty in understanding the mindset that they were in because it's a very different culture. It was a very different time period. But 
you in a very quick amount of time empathize with these characters and you can understand what they're going through um but then when godzilla comes on the screen he's like a tour de force which is what he should be and i i just felt that it really captured the essence of what godzilla was supposed to be and the original message of what godzilla was supposed to represent in the original movie and i I just felt like it was just such a good homage but also just a a great reinvention of a film for the modern audience i I thought it was fantastic i really liked it it's good time time. yeah (laughs) from what i've from what i've heard about it it sounds like it does everything that the 2014 film tried Mm. to do and just didn't yeah and the other one which millie bobby brown was in Mm. and you know it's just yeah it's it's definitely in my honorable mentions um of the year uh having seen it and it had one of the best atomic blasts yeah probably better than oppenheimer that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) there's been a lot of memes saying that uh, it is a companion piece to oppenheimer it's the it's the sequel to oppenheimer what they should do is cut the two movies so when the bomb was off in oppenheimer godzilla yeah (laughs) i i really liked it it's definitely in my honorable mentions my only critique of it is that i i I totally 100 percent agree what toby's saying I guess as a fan of that 1954 version of it, I'm like, what else does it do that the 1954 doesn't? And I would be like, mm. watch the 1954 then because it's really good. However, that's why I still put it in my honorable mentions because I'm like, it brings that story to a modern audience. So it does yeah. it does what exactly Toby's saying. So it was very high up on mine. I really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, I agree with you, Toby. I think it's very good. Well, well, with that in mind, uh, this year marks the 70th anniversary of the 1954. Well, we're going to be bloody talking about it. You should uh, get together and talk about it because I've seen that obviously 1954 is a classic. So, yeah, yeah, I'm all up for that if you guys are. But, yeah, good choice, Toby. Thank you. Um, No worries. Simone, your second worst and second best. My, uh, we definitely should have, we should have, we should have uh, spoken about our lists because <laughs> my second worst film of the year is The Flash. Oh. <gasps> Yay! Terrible! <laughs> don't, don't say too much because I think somebody else is going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> what a redundant um, list. <laughs> somebody had a visceral yeah, reaction. Yeah, I this. mean... <laughs> I think I I'll leave it to Toby to. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, I am surprised that I thought you were going to say Ant Man. Well, uh, I honestly I, thought Ant Man would be in this. No, just well, right. Just, oh, well. um, <laughs> <laughs> so boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, that film was just a pile of horse dung, wasn't it? It was. It was. What, it uh, wasn't very. Ant Man or the Flash or both? <laughs> <laughs> Flash. <Off>. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just acting, CGI, plot, everything. It didn't really yes, have much going yeah. for it. Um, but on to <laughs> what I it. enjoyed, my best film. That's it, move on. Uh, was Barbie. Yay! Second best film was Barbie. Um, yeah, I think just, I mean, Chris, you, you said it wonderfully. It was just, it's just a good time. And I think... It was nice to like go to a cinema that was completely packed and like everyone's really enjoying a film. I don't think I've actually had that that mm. much this year going to a cinema that was that packed. Um and everyone dressing up and I just really enjoyed I mean the film was great, Margot Robbie's great. 
Ryan Gosling's great. Uh, America Ferrer is great. Yeah. I forget the woman's name who played Weird Barbie, but she's also great. <laughs> um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed John that John Cena's great. So, yay, Barbie! Yay! Hi, Barbie! Hi! Barbie. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Ken! Um, yeah. Yeah, and the, the musical number is great. I'm, yeah. I'm just Ken. I'm but... just Ken. I, I don't think the Oscar noms I don't, uh, the Oscar noms come out yet. I don't know. Um, no, I, don't think they I mean, if Brian Gosling you know, doesn't win, we riot. That's what I say. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be a best song nomination in, in there at least. So, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Obviously, I agree. Barbie. Barbie was great. Whoop, whoop. We all loved it. So, yeah. Um, so, right. Now we're going to do our round of worst films altogether before we go move on to our, our best films. Spicy, spicy, spicy. So, Perhaps to mix things up a bit, I'm going to go to Toby because just a quick question. Just a quick question. Sure. We're doing all of our worst, and then we're coming yes, back. Okay, that makes them, sense because yeah. I was when you get, we're going to come to mind. I was going to be like, should we skip my best? Because I get the impression <laughs> we might all want to talk about. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That hence why hence why good, I thought that good might plan, be the good best plan. way to do that. Um, while we don't prepare, we kind of know. I think maybe we're all in line with the best, so let's go over that. But um, <laughs> the... <laughs> no, that joke works really good on uh, audio yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, audio video. video. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll get to that. Um, so... Spoilers away. <laughs> so I'm going to go to Toby first because I feel like we've kind of, we're there already. So <laughs> Toby, what's your worst film of 2023? Oh, I don't know. Maybe The Flash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The Flash. <laughs> Brings up so many issues. In the... <laughs> I'm so triggered. <laughs> no. If there was never a movie that I not only was felt so thoroughly disappointed by, but I also thoroughly hated, <laughs> it was The Flash. I haven't been that disappointed in a film for a long time. They got us with a trailer. Yeah, all of us. They did. We all, all of were us like, were like, oh, that trailer looked great. Oh, I can't wait. It, it rekindled some form of hope. Foolish hope. Foolish ambition that this film might be good. <laughs> something palatable. Something we can consume. But no, we all got diarrhea from food poisoning from eating this film. It was, oh, it was a travesty. Never have I seen source material more butchered than Flashpoint. And we yeah. did such a good review, listen to it, <laughs> about the Flashpoint yeah. comic book. Yeah. And just the all the ingredients were there to make something great. You got Michael Keaton as Batman, who I've got to say, I kind of feel this has almost marred the Batman films. The Tim oh, Batman. God, that's Christian. Oh. Don't look at me there. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I thought your hate would have satiated over time. Oh, it seems to no, have just grown. No. <laughs> I rewatched it for the review. No. For the oh, my God. No. It has rekindled what? that fire. Because that, that review, if go, go back to listen to that, listeners, but the, uh, the review of The Flash was maybe, I've known Toby for some time and I worked with Toby, and I saw Toby <laughs> angry at people before. I'd never seen him that angry. <laughs> that was quite a rage. A vitriolic rage I have not felt for some time. That was, I, that was I, the I let first that part day. of me die, in, but uh, <laughs> Flash brought it back. That was that was the first day I'd met you in person. I saw yeah. full, the whole range of emotions from you that day. Good, <laughs> you know, we were all happy together. We'd all met up, and then suddenly you were like a mess. It was. <laughs> I was destroyed. It was. The thing is, it was such a good day yeah. until we watched the film. Because. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
was so good to see you all in person, meeting you for the first time, Chris, in person. And it was... And oh, the flash it, ruined it. Like, it ruined it all. And the flash ruined it. I mean, I think you guys softened it significantly because if I'd seen that alone... Somebody gonna get hurt. I might not be here. Oh my I might god. not be here. <laughs> oh my god. I was gonna say someone got I'm hurt. joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. The, the, be- my, the best the best goodness. bit of seeing it together was we were all watching it and we all just kept looking at each other. Like, it was a shared really? experience. Really? Yeah. There was there was a point. I, where... I remember the first run, the first run where Flash starts off and Ian and I are sitting next to each other and we're both just like, oh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh. and that was like in the first thirty seconds of the film. There's a point where I like, like... you just see someone be kneecapped or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! I said to Toby, never having been re- kneecapped, but I, I would imagine that's much like what it is. <laughs> what an experience is like. Part of me turned to Toby and was like, "This isn't good. This is <laughs> tears are already streaming down my yeah. face." And yeah, no, I, I I can't get any more vitriolic than than I already have been. But I, yeah, I, it was a crime, and it just I the the biggest thing for me is just how bad Batgirl must have been for that to be cancelled, <laughs> for that to be cancelled, and this piece of uh, what did we say dung to yeah <laughs> to come out. God, what a disappointment! Warner Brothers, DC. God bless so, you. Like, so no strong feelings then, you Toby. Do? Nothing. No, 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 no. Just, just sneaked into your top three. Now. <sighs> it's good to talk about. God, it. that was a yeah. relaxing experience for you. Oh, that's nice. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you said it all. The, the, the wasted potential, the yeah. performances, the CGI, just everything from the ground to the uh, to the ceiling was just was just bad. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> thanks for joining us. We'll make a, we'll make, that, a we'll make a pact to never talk about that film again. <laughs> right, <now. laughs> um, right. So we'll go in different order. So Simone, we'll give you a chance to do your third, your top worst film of the year now. So, what is your worst film of twenty twenty three? My worst film of twenty twenty three is drum roll, please. <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania! (laughs) Jesus wept (laughs) this film. My God. Um, Yeah, I was so looking forward to this film. I was so, so looking forward to this film. And it was like I ran downstairs on Christmas and there were no presents under the tree. That is what this film felt like. It was <laughs> the worst presents, but it was a truly, big head. <laughs> I, I got I just got coal is that's what this yeah. that's what this film was. Um just I I can't. The they are forgetting things that they'd established in earlier movies. The film didn't really say anything or do anything. It just felt it was so boring. It was so boring and so long. They had us in that cinema for two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. And it's it's actually, it's rude. That film was rude. <laughs> rude. It is rude to keep us in the seats for that long and give us so little. Um, I mean... Kang's character has been enjoyable in other properties and was just so meh 
in this. I mean, and yeah. before this, I mean, Toby just did a face. I think the thing is, after this, we had Loki season two, which obviously showed us a different mm. Kang, which we didn't like either. But before this, yeah. it was just He Who Remains. We were all, he we were all like, oh, wow, that was good. That yeah, was good. that yeah. was, and it was, it was, it was a great. But Sim, how young and naive we were. Yeah, how innocent we were. But Sim, didn't you <laughs> I... like the Council of Kang scene where they're all hitting their chest and there's a lizard? Didn't you think that was good? It was lizard Whoa. Kang. It was a lizard oh Kang. Oh. It was just was so <laughs> like that. There's nothing to get me hyped. Nothing, absolutely nothing. And I left the cinema angry and upset. Didn't you? Didn't you like Modok? Like, didn't Didn't you love how they butchered like, oh, Modok? Didn't you think that God. was good? It was just everything about this film just it gives me a bit of a headache to be honest. <laughs> well, and not on it too I <laughs> look forward to never watching it again. And I'm done. Peace out. Fair enough. Yeah. I've, uh, yeah, I have, it really I've was got... the swan song of the Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was, yeah. wasn't it? Especially this phase. I mean, it's it... felt like that. This was like it sums yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, everything that's come out, especially the TV shows like Secret Invasion, was terrible, terrible. But I think to myself, the effort and time and money that was probably put into this film, and this is what mm. we got. Just, yeah. just that's my opinion on that. Just how much money are they wasting on these yeah. films to be such flops? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot, a lot of money. Just, yeah. a, a lot, lot of money. Of money. Yeah, Godzilla cost fifteen million. It really makes you think, doesn't it? Wow. Like how and that looked great. it did look really good. It did that atomic blast, man. It looked good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Money Marvel, they just, they just like... seem they seem intent on just like pissing money up the wall. Like, yeah. good times. And then what, they do pass two hundred and fifty million. You know, it's nothing, they do it? pass into spending our hard-earned cash to go sit in the cinema for two and a half hours, get some entertainment in these cozy lives, and they give us that. Oh, maybe, maybe it's like a tax dodge or something. Maybe they need to get rid of. <laughs> They're actually laundering yeah. money, yeah. <laughs> or it's like you know, f football financial fair play. They have to spend a certain amount of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Interestingly, it, it's Marvel. I know we've, we've we've talked about it a lot last year, but Marvel really, really have gone off the boil. Uh, they have defecated in the bed. That's that's what they I'm have yeah. defecated <laughs> in the bed all over it. Um, and yeah, that was the. I mean, that it, it wasn't just obviously it was the worst Marvel property of the year, um, but not just of the year, but it's pretty low down in terms of Marvel properties as a whole. Yeah. Um, I, I did get around to watching it because I'm a completionist and I want to obviously make sure I'm up to date with stuff, but my God, it was a slog. Mm, yeah. It was such a slog. I remember I kept pausing to do other stuff and walking around and thinking I'm not missing anything if I come back, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think we all agree. Ant-Man was just, it's a <laughs> solid choice for your number one worst yeah, film of the year. Let's put it that way. Um, Ian. Your worst of 2023. Well, because I, I, I hate women, it's Barbara. No, but get out of here, Ben Shapiro. Get out of here. <laughs> Every time. Get out of here. Jesus. Ben Shapiro, <laughs> put your eyebrows yeah, away. Put those eyebrows <laughs> away, Ben. Um, my uh, least favorite. There's quite a few. 65 was actually going to be in there because uh, I, I gave it half a star when we left. But as Simone has thoroughly and well dissected that film, I'm going to go for one which might cause a bit of controversy as well 
Um, but I, I'm going to go with Elemental by Pixar. I Ooh. really, really did not like this film. I really yeah. did not like it. Like, I don't think it's... Because you're racist. Bitch, you pick. Get out of here, man. No, no that, that's libelous. I can't say that. We don't know who he yeah. is. He's never said it. Even. Well, no, actually he has. But um, <laughs> with the film... Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> um, we don't know, apart from his actions and his words, what he does. <laughs> <laughs> his well-documented words. Um, the reason I didn't... I will cut. I will Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With, with Elemental, I felt like Pixar, Pixar, sorry, Pixar, I'm getting emotional about it. Um, it. It just like makes me sad, I think, actually, like that's why it is making me emotional. Because Pixar used to make these real high, high notes of of yeah. kids' films. Because I hate this argument when you watch, say, Super Mario Bros, which was also a film that I disliked a lot, was, oh, well, it's just a kids' film. It's like, <sighs> no. No, kids' films can still be outstanding. We watched, yeah. we rewatched over the Christmas break, uh, Spirited Away. That is technically for kids. That is probably Phenomenal. one of the best films ever mm-hmm. made. It's fantastic. Elemental is just such a steep drop in the quality of what Pixar was giving us from years gone by. Now, some people might go, oh, giving it your worst film of the year is too much, Ian. Like, you're being overdramatic. And I say to those people, maybe. But I still <laughs> I still feel... <laughs> this maybe, but you have just come after me and Simone yeah, yeah. talking about after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so probably not quite that dramatic. Yeah, maybe. No, I, I would say to those people, come at me on my Instagram again. You can come at me, it's fine. But I feel... At, at Ian Lunny. <laughs> this film was just so bland and boring and it just took as simone said oh you're racist for not liking it it was trying to talk about like you know multicultural like relationships and i just personally felt that it just simplified all of that to such a gross level to a point where it's like well it's for kids it needs to be dumb kids aren't dumb stop treating kids like they're stupid and also it didn't make sense when this multicultural city of different elements are living together and they all don't get on because you know they they water and fire they don't mix they apparently like the fire people left their nation because like their house got smashed down but everybody in their town didn't help them i was like why they're one this storm came destroyed one house and everyone went sucks to be you now get out get out of here i just was like what is this plot that's driving this other than you're trying i i get that it's important to show like multicultural uh relationships i'm an advocate for that obviously i think that's important but i'm also like you can do it better than this in fact there are other films that do it better than this stop treating kids like they're dumb that's my my point with this it's a dumb film kids are smart stop treating them like they're stupid yeah they're only going to get dumber when they keep having to consume this sort of trash. Yeah, yeah, garbage. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's that's my opinions on Elemental. Is there worse films? Yes, I think sixty five was worse. But I, Simone, totally summed that up well. For me, this was just an ultimate disappointment of what Pixar could and used mm. to do. You know. Yeah. Yeah, they used to be so good at the storytelling. Yeah, the storytelling. Stuff, Forget yeah. the visual. I it's watched... the house of mouse. It's the house of mouse. And I watched. Yeah. I watched Wish this year. Oh yeah, 
if not performance no. lackluster as well mm. you know i don't feel i feel pixar magic is on a bit fading yeah it's sad because it's like the the storytelling used to be the pinnacle of their films and like they used to tell stories about parents moving on and like you know kids growing up and like the incredibles i still think is the best fantastic <clears> four <throat> film that's ever been made like it's so good yeah. and it just felt like this was like oh what can we do a film about well let's do a film about racial segregation and people not getting along well we can't make it too serious make it about elements kids are stupid it doesn't matter it's like great well that's brilliant you've really just bottom run and you're treating your audience Mm -hmm. like idiots so great well done pixar good job well we've got inside out 2 coming out next this year as well which is interesting i didn't like i didn't like inside out either controversially i didn't like that (laughs) i i I quite liked Inside Out, but I don't feel the need for a sequel, and I don't think that Pixar's track record at the minute gives me much hope that it's going to be as yeah. as as high a standard as you know we hold Pixar from yeah. you know since Toy Story and etc. So I hated it. Fair choice. I hate it as well because it's so woke. Now, Jago, Ben, get out of here, Ben, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> the walking at Wokarai yeah, is tofu eating. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I will. It's a good choice, solid choice, fair choice for your worst film. Um, mine. Um, I'm gonna go straight to the top. My film I still talk about and tell people about and hate to this day. I've hated the first one since 2009, and I hate this one since this year. Avatar: Way of Water can Ooh. get right in the bin. As Ooh. far as I'm wait, the whales. Hello. <laughs> wait a second. That came out in 2022. Yeah, it's you hated it so much. It came into this year. You hated it. It was so hated. It bled into this year. Oh my god! You hate that was a terrible. You hated it so much. It was terrible. It just transcended years. It ruined my second year. Ruined my year afterwards. <laughs> you ruined the next year of my life. <laughs> I did as well. It came out and ended separately. It did because we uh, went to see it, and it, and it. It was awful. We did a midnight <laughs> viewing, and it, it was awful. Yeah, we did. Oh man. Yeah. Why have I think it was twenty twenty three? Anyway, fine. I will pick a. No, pick, pick it. Film. I think it's so bad. It's. No. <laughs> It's coming to this year. It's that it, bad. It, it is terrible. It's still, it's still the worst film I've seen uh, in the last. You know, Rant about it, man. You two go years. for it. You, 13, you go 13, for it. 13 months. Um, I, only, I apologies. I honestly thought it was. I know. A, I, I still stick by it. I think I watched it's, somebody do a top. Because I think about it every day. Yeah. <laughs> somebody did a top ten. I think it was. How does John Cameron kid James Cameron keep getting away with it? I watched a. Is it Jeremy Johns? He's another t- film reviewer who's quite good on YouTube. His number ten best film of this year was a re-release of The Abyss. So uh, you can have, you can have this. <laughs> you can have okay. it. <laughs> My worst film of twenty twenty three is the Blu Ray release of Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible, mate. And now they're inflicting it on our eyes at home. It's awful. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we did the podcast after that as well, yeah. which might have snuck into this yeah, year or yeah, something. But either way, it's fresh in my head. 
I mean, it was released onto Disney Plus this year. Yeah. So there you go. There you I'm, go. I'm counting it. It's the worst film released by James Cameron this year. This year <laughs> on, yeah. on Disney Plus yeah. this year. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, terrible. <laughs> the whales. Yeah, I feel like the the whale the whales it's, are just it's too it. <laughs> And I can say so many words. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, the, the, the weird over sexualization of the daughter yeah. still creeps yeah. me out to this yeah. day. The, the the dialogue, the whole Scorny Scorn Weaver in it as so. well. What's going on there? Yeah, well, yeah, it's, being a it's, it's all very old. Weird, so. Oh god! Oh, why did anyway, you bring that back into my mind? Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm oh. sorry. Actually, I'm changing my number you one to that as well. My, you know, <laughs> you know what? As well, when we, we guys were doing your worst, I was like, no one's mentioned Avatar. Right. <laughs> I was like, now I know why. Because I'm an idiot. Because um, I'm an absolute twat. <laughs> It's all right, anyway, mine. I've changed on. it. I've changed it. Mine is also that. Now. Right. It's all right. Mine's be... Black Adam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, great. Fair. Great. Fair. Okay. So, moving on from that ridiculousness that is me. Um, <laughs> our, so, we're going to move on to our best film of the year. And now. This one for me, mine did come out this year. I promise. Um, yeah. Because I think I think we might all be on the same page. Could be you know. Yeah, maybe. So. so do we want to do it on three? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So on three. One, two, three. Spider-Man Spider-Man across the spider I knew there'd be one. <laughs> yeah. So across across the Spider-Verse. Who wants to start? Oh, this was I don't mind. The best of twenty. Any, anybody, anybody. Simone, you start. <sighs> what a breath <laughs> of fresh air! What a breath of fresh air! Just showing you what cinema can be. It was just a joy to watch. It was funny. It was heartbreaking. It added something new to. Like it's something that we've not seen on the screen before in terms of Spider-Man story. Um, absolutely beautiful, stunning. Um, Spider Spider Gwen, Spider Gwen, Spider Gwen's universe is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, I when it finished, I was genuinely like, no, 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 yeah. don't finish. I I need part two now. I need to know what's happening. I need to know where this is going oh so good mm. just yeah i absolutely phenomenal 10 out of 10 10 10 10 across the board as beyonce says 100 percent agree she loved um, this film as well it. beyonce was a big fan of this queen bee loved it you know <laughs> I'd find it hard to find someone who wouldn't love this film yeah going into it um ian thoughts on spider yeah i think it, it very much what simone was saying like it is just genuinely outstanding and i I we joke when I was saying Into the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse was probably my favorite film of that year, and I couldn't see how it could be topped because it was so mm. fantastic. But they went and did it. They went and did yeah. it. Like if it's not better, it's just as good. It may be better. I think the soundtrack maybe is a bit better in Into the Spider Verse, but the film itself is like I don't know. I I just think they're so great and they've connected each other really well i love the dot is just a background character from the first film 
who's in this one he's an amazing villain that you know mm-hmm. not necessarily a villain i would have been like from the comics oh yeah the dot that's gonna be spot oh i've ruined it oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Is it too soon? To... I gotta be that guy. Too... I gotta be is that guy. Soon to... Guardian, get, get, get your facts yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, is it is it too soon to say I've done a crit or is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what is it then? The the spot, the spot. Yeah, it's yeah, the spot. The spot. Yeah. yeah, no, the spot right. is like such a good villain and not one that I would have thought translated to be so you know dark in into a film. It's really dark. Like what yeah. their whole plot and them getting sucked into their own world and stuff but i love again how they did that into different animated universes i love how they did that again with the art styles it's just stunning the character development's amazing michael mcgarrow like no is it mcgarrow miguel o'hara god i'm terrible today oh god the the podcast ruined it (laughs) (laughs) um again fantastic character and what i love about it as well is that they understood what fans liked from the first film and they really mm-hmm. stuck to that and they didn't go right mm-hmm. we need to reinvent the wheel what they did was we have a story we're telling we're going to tell that story and we're going to build everything around it so like those do you remember this do you remember that wasn't the film they were just like little things added in it like the first animated spider-man like cartoon where he's swinging mm-hmm. and then he's too slow and freezes that's a little thing for us as fans to be like oh that's good but it wasn't what the film was about the film was a story yeah. and i just loved it i thought it was fantastic yeah toby i mean for me it's it's a visual masterpiece and i mean it's it's art in motion I get really passionate about animated movies. You know, I've on this podcast, it's been widely recorded that I am an advocate for all things animation. And I think this is, it's up there with the peak of animation for me. Um, Mars Morales is a phenomenal character. And I think this highlights how good he is and how every bit a Spider-Man he is. It's not just, oh, he's... Spider-Man 2 or another Spider-Man. He is very much an equal party to Peter Parker. And I feel like these movies and the Spider-Man games sort of exemplify that as to why he's such a good character. Mm -hmm. Um, And everything, I would certainly say that this is an improvement. The only weakness is that it's a part one of two. So the fact that we have to wait for a part two is crippling. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it also got postponed because of the strikes and things was also harder to deal with. But rightfully so but uh yeah it's it's phenomenal and i i would disagree with ian where i think the score actually is improved upon the first one because i feel that each character really has an individual that's fair that's fair and like the opening monologue with gwen when she's summarizing that's very true the opening uh, the the whole previous movie and you've got the drum solo and her and the Mary Jane. True. Play. Yeah. It was so good. It was so powerful. And like, whilst the Prowler had a very iconic theme tune yeah. in Into the Spider-Verse, Across the Spider-Verse, Miguel O'Hara's 2099. Oh, yeah. That theme was, yeah. Yeah. Was so iconic as well. It's true. You've I, convinced I, I loved me. It. That, You're right, Toby. You've seen yeah. <laughs> Of course I'm right. And Daniel Pemberton is really like an unsung uh, composer but i think for these two movies in particular he's it, just sublime yeah and did you know just fun fact i found this out that the the noise in the prowler is made by an elephant 
Didn't the weird like co- guttural call noise. It's it's not. I thought it was like a synthesizer. It's an elephant with a cold or just like... yeah. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> just random fact. I just yeah, I, drop I like that. That's a good fact. Love a bit of trivia. Love yeah. a bit of trivia. But I, 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 I it's yeah. without a doubt top film of the year for me, without yeah. a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. And it yeah. goes to show that superhero fatigue is not. It's not a thing, exactly. guys. Doesn't exist. Yeah. If you just get good content, just make good films, guys. Like <laughs> <laughs> not superhero fatigue. It's bad film fatigue. That's that's what we've come up we've with. We've coined um, that. Get out of here, every other yeah. podcast. <laughs> content fatigue. That's the 2023 message. Um, less is more. Um, we. I. I can't add anything else that hasn't already been said. Yeah, it it builds so well upon the first one, which gives me nothing but good hopes and good vibes for um, Beyond Spider Verse, be which superhero yeah. trilogy maybe could be the best superhero yeah. trilogy of all time. Fingers crossed. Um, the performances are great. The animation. I mean, I I listened back to our episode dedicated to this, but for reasons I had to sit at the very front row of the cinema. <laughs> up like this <laughs> at the screen, and even then I didn't care because what. I've, everything as always absolutely fantastic uh, i think the way it handles its characters the way it handles all the story the way it moves through the spider-verse seamlessly but it's so much fun yet you don't lose track of what's going on um which is it could it could have just been like a complete blurred mess but they they execute it so beautifully that it's just it's incredible and absolutely since watching it i think we said at the time like i don't think there'll be a film that comes out this year that tops it we said that pretty much from when we came out of the cinema from it and it yeah, hasn't clearly <laughs> so, here we are so our official podcast film of 2023 is across the spider across the spider 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 We've agreed on something. <laughs> um, so, 2023 had a lot, including a movie that came out in 2022, apparently. <laughs> I work in the Chinese New Year, so, you know, that's how that works. Um, 2024 has a lot of films out. Is there anything particularly excited for or not excited uh, for, Ian? Uh, oh, uh, two seconds. Go to, go to, go to Spain. Go to Spain. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for Poor Things, which yes. has been on a lot of 2023 best film lists but actually hasn't been released in the United Kingdom. I hate Kingdom. that. Yeah. There's yeah. so many films like that. I'm like, <laughs> God's sake. Not released until the 12th of January. I know I'm eager to buy yeah. tickets. Um, and of course Dune Part 2. Yeah, Dune Part that's two. on mine as well. I've yeah. got my list yeah. up now. We can come back. <laughs> yeah. um, fair enough. Uh, Ian, your list? Um, so Dune Part 2 is my number one that I'm really looking forward oh, to. Oh. I think that's going to be amazing. Uh, in the same vein as Simone, um uh, uh, there's a film that's coming out um uh which came out last year but it's called zone of interest which is a, a film about the the nazi concentration camps um but it's from the perspective of the um commandant uh which i think is going to be very interesting zone of interest um which has got a lot of uh, hype around it but again doesn't come out over here till bloody sometime later in the year, which I'm just really annoyed by that. So uh, films that are actually coming out, uh, I'm really, as an interesting one, I'm looking forward to, even though I'm not the biggest fan of the first one, uh, the Joker, Joker film, the p- part two. Yeah, I've got, I've got that. Moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. just because it's a musical. I'm like, I mean, that's, <laughs> that is the reason. I'm like, I don't know what it's going to be like. 
Uh, I'm Simone. I'm surprised you didn't mention, but Fur- Furiosa, Mad Max Saga. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I think that's going to be interesting. Oh, yeah, I d- I didn't even know. As well. yeah, Furiosa, yeah, yeah. And then the last one, which is a film that I, well, I don't want to give any insider information, um, but I don't think it's going to be good. But because our own Simone of the podcast worked on it, I'm looking forward to seeing Argyle because she spent so long working on it, and I saw her throughout the whole process. And I'm looking forward to seeing the film she worked on. It's kind of nice being on that end of things as the person at home coming in, hearing what's happening on set. I want to go see it. I want to go see our guy. <laughs> so that is another one that I want to go see just because Simone worked on it. I think it's coming out on Apple Plus. So. Well, there you go. We can all watch it and go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it's not high up. It's just because Simone worked on it. I'm sure there'll be others that many, I, many moons ago. That I won't steal from other people. Uh, there's quite a few, but th- those are my top ones. Fair enough, Toby. Your top films for 2024? Oh, it's tricky. Uh, Deadpool three. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited to see Return of we... Hugh Jackman. Exactly. I'm very excited to see what we got for that. Um, there's a couple that I don't know. I'm on the fence about whether or not they'll be good, but I'm hopeful. One of which is the ballerina, which is the John, John Wick, Wick spinoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, another one is the trailer looks quite interesting, but we've been burned before. Is the new Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, which oh. I didn't know was being made, yeah. and then mm, no. I really liked the the trilogy. Mm. So I yeah, I wasn't such a fan of War of the Planet of the Apes. I wasn't. A f- I did like the other. Two. Wasn't a fan of Around the Planet of the Apes or Next to the Planet of the Apes <laughs> or you know. <laughs> beneath the well that'll just be one for me then so uh, (laughs) journey to the center of the planet (laughs) so what i'll see alone uh (laughs) furiosa i am on the fence for i like i i love mad max i don't think this is a necessary film no i agree with that yeah i i feel a little bit sorry for charlie Theron. Because she made Furiosa what she true. was in true. the movie. Yeah. Uh, Anna Taylor Joy is a great actress or actor. Mm-hmm. Um, will she have the same chops as Charlize Theron? It's true. Who's to say? Let's see what comes out. Um, and for me, Godzilla X Con. Because yes. I like my trashy movies. Because you are a kaiju. I am a kaiju. <laughs> and honorable mention because i think for the memes uh, if anything our review of it will be visceral is uh madam web oh god. <laughs> oh i totally forgot about that crap that, that oh, i i feel yeah. like that will be a crucifixion oh ready to happen. god what oh, I, I blocked that out of my brain into nope that's ready oh now that's come back mate another one that's on a similar vein craven that's coming out next year as well oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Sony are coming back live action. Yeah, it's we'll be morbid all over the place. <laughs> what? What about um, Alien Romulus? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rebel, Rebel, Rebel Part Two. Oh yeah, yeah. got that to look forward to. Gla- yeah. Gladiator Two. Oh yeah, I really wanted Gladiators. Gladiators. <laughs> that would have been great. That would have been great. That is coming back. Two weeks yeah. Gladiators oh, coming back. Oh yeah! Oh, he missed a trick with that. He really should have called it Gladiators. That's... Yeah. Oh god. Really, um, Scott should stop so making yeah. films. That's for sure. 
Yeah. 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 I think so. For me, a lot has been said. Furiosa, Deadpool three, Joker two is on my list. I'm quite intrigued just to see how that goes. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was Lady Guy. I was like, of course, why not? Um, I'm also um the Borderlands movie mm. looks interesting. Um, I'm not, but then I know we've had some video game adaptations that have worked fairly recently, but. It's still not a Super Mario track no, record. I'm joking. <laughs> Fair point. Um, <laughs> and but also for me, because I kind of like my schlocky Bloomhouse horror is Night Swim, which uh, comes out very soon. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. you know, I like. I like that kind of vein of stuff. Um, so yeah, there's a lot to look forward to in 2024. There's also the Lord of the Rings: The War of the Rohirrim, which comes out at some point. I didn't even know that was a thing. I, I would. Neither, neither did I till I looked it up today. Um, but apparently that's the thing. <laughs> but now I'm looking forward so, to it. So there we go. Yeah. So, you know, Lord of the Rings properties, um, generally, I mean, I was going to say generally okay, but, you know, there's a there's spotty, spotty moments, I guess, in it. So, um, so yeah, there's lots to look forward to in 2024. Um, yeah. We've obviously had a, we've talked about 2023, some ups and downs, and I'm sure we'll have the same in 2024, but I'm optimistic. Always want good films. We don't want content fatigue. We we want good films, not bad films. That's what causes fatigue, essentially, is what we're getting at. So hopefully 2024 can provide that. My Um, my worst film of 2024 is Avatar. The way Avatar (laughs) 2. The way of the water. (laughs) Or a long way off for the next one. Yeah, so it's it's going to be my uh, worst film for every year until the third one comes out. Um, But I think Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this week. Thank you, as always, for joining me, guys. So it's been fun catching up. It's been it's been a long time. So it been... really has. Um, thank you, of course, to UK Film Review and Chris Olsen, as always, for having us. What? what? And of course, thank you to all the wonderful listeners. We really appreciate every single one of you. <laughs> if you've enjoyed us today, please know that you can, in fact, listen to more of us. Because why wouldn't you want to? Um, over. <laughs> own dedicated channel as well where we talk about all kinds of things from the mcu to dc star wars animation nerd news latest releases comic book read-alongs tv show watch-alongs and we even have some debates such as our nolan debate on there and our halloween debates and christmas debates all kinds of fun stuff on there as well if you if all that sounds fun you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. You just need to search for the Phantom Zone podcast on any of these platforms. And please do tell your friends to come and join us as well. You can find us also on Instagram at Phantom Zone Podcast and can email us at phantomzonepodcast at gmail.com as well. But for now, until next time, thank you for listening and we'll see you soon. Thank Goodbye. you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye. 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 Bye.